The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Coffee and Cream on Hale Varsity Radio with Andrew Rogers and Damon Benning. Look up, you get a layup. Okruz up ahead to House. House was denied from behind by Davis in the depot. All the shots look good, so I would keep shooting it if they get it. Jackson hits his second triple. And his shot is starting to look much better also. There you go. Struggle. Here's Davis for the exclamation point, Trey Davis. Nice look. Oh, Campbell finds Hockham. Vision. That kid... Sees the game, feels the game, delivers him in a ball screen and a dive. This extra look to the automatic. <laughs> you know it's going in when Zigerman gets a touch. Thursday morning, coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio. We welcome you to the show alongside Damon Benning, Andrew Rogers. You've heard highlights from... Seton Hall and UCLA right there in the intro. Our guy Shane putting that together. Shane, our good work there. You, uh, you had Maryland getting hammered. Sure did. I'm sure you did, yeah. right? I well, mean, who, Did I tell you who, I have UCLA winning the national championship? That's a great pick because you're a Jaime Jaquez guy. Mm-hmm. And you found well, And some, Campbell's a, a nice veteran hey, player. Hey, but too. how about how he's, his role is kind of changing a little bit, Drew Down? He's not playing as many minutes. His coach wants him to score the rock a little more. I'm like, okay, Mick. A little a little Jazz Shelley-esque, oh, right? Relying I, on I, the point guard I, I to see, put up some points. I see what you did there. You know you why know, they call it a point guard, right? Uh, because you are like the, the, the point distributor who gets the points. Thinking, or you, or you're, at the, or you're at the center, so it's the focal point because you have the ball. You're such a coach. I was oh. thinking more because they get points. <laughs> but yeah, they don't. I was don't. looking for the third grade answer they, here. <laughs> but they really, they really don't. No, though. they don't. But I was saying in reference to uh, the although, title. Although what? You know what, Drew Don? I'm going to entertain that a little bit. Because I don't think your primary ball handler can be a non-scoring threat and you have success. Mm-hmm. I really 100%. don't. 100%. I, I like the Russell Westbrooks and the Ben. Well, Russell's not a good example. Like Ben Simmons. Well, he was when he got triple doubles way back th- when. That's not going to work. No. Like you, you have to be able to at least have the threat of scoring the basketball if you're going to be a primary ball handler. That UCLA team, though, put up 49 points Listen, in the first they're, half. They're legit. Good team. And Maryland's good, too. Yeah. I mean, that was pillar to post, though. They got dusted off. I still don't feel like. Do you love your handle on the Big Ten in terms of basketball? I don't know. In, in regards to, do you know how to predict how I, things are going to shake I, out? I, I don't, no. I don't, I don't feel like I got a good cap on Michigan. I think I like Indiana. I do know Minnesota's not very good. Michigan State is, I, I don't know. Illinois, Illinois, State Illinois will teased win games. me like they wanted to be really, really good. And since then, I believe I've jinxed them. Yeah, Michigan State will win games just because of Tom Izzo. Yeah. <laughs> like, they'll win more games yeah. than they'll lose because they have him. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I mean, just, they beat Kentucky. I'm just like, I don't 
I don't. I don't even recognize what we're doing, Doc. Doc, Doc Sadler. I, I really don't. So I, I don't even. Recognize do you have a surprise team? Doing. Like, do you have somebody in the Big Ten that you're thinking about right now that's going to be a surprise? I don't know if on. they're going to be a surprise, but I will say this: because they're young in some spots, keep an eye on Michigan hitting their stride late. Yeah, you've been high on them this year. I like their talent, and I think Juwan Howard can coach. Now, the X fact, like kind of laying in the cut, because I really like. McCaffrey as a player, older, not Iowa. younger. Iowa interests me too, but I'm not so sure Murray loves being the dude. Chris, that is, not Keegan. Yeah, Keegan, Keegan likes being the gone. dude. Yeah. <laughs> so Iowa, in, they have my attention, but Michigan is the team that I'm going to tell you, Tupac style, all eyes on me. You know, you can look up and down the Big Ten, right, and you see Nebraska in the lower. Yeah. End of it all. They are actually second to last right now, uh, but they are one of three teams that are 0-2 in Big Ten play. If you had to position Nebraska by year's end, mm-hmm. would they be middle of the pack? Would they be at the bottom still? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Um, it's so dicey. I mean, the Big Ten is so good, and that's why I asked that question yesterday to our guy Jim Polsey. Because I said the Big Ten has six teams right now, DB, that are in the top 25. The SEC has the same. Now, when he compared the ACC to the Big Ten and, you know, the the way that margin worked out, uh, the ACC got the better end of it all. But when I look at the Big Ten, you know, as a whole, there are just so many different teams that could fluctuate in and out. Yeah. So I think consistency is kind of the thing. But who are, like, who are the conferences you don't love you don't love the SEC. I don't I don't trust Alabama. I don't even really trust Kentucky. I think Arkansas has good yeah, talent. Yeah, I put a lot of trust in Kentucky Do at the start really? of the year. I did because S- I, well, I bet on Wheeler them to win comp- the title too. So, I mean, it's like, all right, point guard play is always going to be a key for them and shooting the basketball well. But you know who I kind of like? I'll give you I'll give you a couple of teams that I like that I think are a little off the radar, even though one's a blue blood. I, I'm I'm kind of gravitating back towards Kansas again, like I did last year, and I like Virginia. You know I'm an ACC honk, so always a good defensive team. Well, how about always. this though, Drew Down? Since you asked. Kansas and Virginia are two teams that are in the top 16 in Kempom, both offensive and defensive. Which efficiency. is funny. When you talk about... But do you want to know another that you like? You, you just referenced him. Kentucky. Oh. <laughs> I was, I was Sur- like, I, surprising, I said huh? Yeah, well, that is surprising to me because defensively, they give up a lot of points. Because typically your national champion is top 20, top 20, Offensive and defensive Which last year, Kansas really was not that high They were so hard to prepare for, so I kind of liked them all year. And I'm starting, I'm starting to kind of like them again this year because we do this with them. Everybody. Where are we talk about, yeah, we talk about what they aren't. <laughs> right. And they got a fantastic coach. I, I, like, I like Kansas a little bit, and I like, I'm kind of liking Virginia. I'm I'm serious about that. Hurts my heart as a Carolinian. 
But guess what else I saw yesterday? And I think this was – You appreciate good basketball, though. I do, though. Uh, and uh, I, I was uh, following along with Robin Washett from – I think it's on three. I don't know the correct thing to say. I always want to say rivals because that's what I'm used to, but it's not. It's on three. Okay. I, and, I know what you're referring and, to. Um, he was talking about – tweet what he Nebraska's um their offensive tempo is now in the 200s when they were routinely a team under coach coach Hoiberg that was in the top 20 in terms of possessions mm-hmm. per minute he basically flipped that switch overnight and it was funny because all off season I I said in my former life out loud I wonder if they can speak it into existence becoming a defensive-minded basketball team. Because I'm a big – And it started with rebounding. I'm a you big – You had to do that uh, first. Speak, like I wanted Nebraska football to say out loud, we're a developmental program. Because I felt like if you embrace who you are and you say, yeah, we're a developmental program, that will be how, what you're – You set the initi- standard. And that will be what you move towards. Right. You want to be who you say you are. So you'll be in tune with development. Right, and I don't think that you saying that you're a developmental team means ah, we don't think we're going to win. Shane, do not cut up that that <laughs> deal. I just was like ah, <laughs> really, really. <laughs> oh, just what we're on today. <laughs> There's trap Thursday, folks, on coffee and cream. Me and Drew down going at it, but we're going to be all right. I know that's how I feel because we're sister sledge. Mm-hmm. We are family. You set the goal though, right? Yeah. So. They basically spoke it into existence. I, and I talked about the hires last week. Getting defensive-minded and kind of turning the corner. and uh, Like I thought that it was underappreciated what he's done with his staff, what Coach Hoiberg has done with his staff. Because it's hard to do. And he swallowed his pride a little bit as this offensive genius that hasn't been able to find ways to put the biscuit in the basket. But I do like how he built his Team playing to their strengths. And uh, save the whole – well, you don't have to save it. You can tell me. Well, it only took four years. Yeah, I get it. And it hasn't related in – it hasn't necessarily correlated into, you know, top eight, nine in the Big Ten. But it's doable if you commit to it. That's my point, right? He's he's finding players that fit his M.O. And he's, he's using an M.O. and a blueprint that fit his players. Stop me if that's novel. <laughs> I don't think that's novel at all. It's a good book. That's coaching, right? Thank What's you, guys. It? So I don't know. It's very interesting. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't love the cap on the Big Ten. Quiet and quietly, do you believe in Baylor? You know, you want to. Man, they were top five at one point. You want to, but. I'll be curious. They're struggling to connect as a team. Well, what about Oklahoma? So there are some dangerous teams in the Big 12 that aren't going to grab headlines that I don't think you really want to play. I don't feel like I have a good cap on any conference outside of the ACC because I think you have a lot of pretenders in that conference outside of Virginia. Yeah, one of them, UNC. No, they right now. But listen, full disclosure, I'm I'm on the side of Hubert Davis not being the guy. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- that's, a, that's a team that You caught. put your critique over your fandom? Oh, 
I, I again, I rather be I rather be right than well liked. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hey, that's where we're at. Hey, let's talk about a team that you can root for, and that's Iowa Western. Uh, your NJCAA national champions, and they did it in style against Hutchinson. Yeah, they hammered thirty-one nil. Yeah, thirty-one nil. I like the World Cup reference there. Way to keep it consistent. Yeah, keep it current. Huge. Sh- Shane, this was a game too that was twenty-nine twenty-eight in favor of Hutch earlier this year. Yeah. Shane, make sure you grab Coach Stroh. Um, and, and speak to a guy that's underappreciated. Oh, he's, Coach Stroh. He's great. I see him in gyms because his kids are playing basketball, so we interact a ton. He's had a lot of my former players. Damn right, yes. Over there. He's a guy that I feel like I have a very good relationship with. Aaron Terry, his defensive line coach, uh, is, a, is a good Benning family friend. Uh, his nephew is one of my kiddos' best friends. His brother, Ryan, coached Caleb. Uh, for three years. So you have no connection yeah. with them at all, is what you're telling me. <laughs> I love Iowa Western. Uh, Jake Ryan, who is amazing, who I love, is their sports information guru. So, yeah, like, I'm I'm just happy because I love Coach Stroh and I love how he goes to work. It's a difficult program, Drew Down. They got huge numbers. He manages personalities. He gets guys to the next level. And this is my favorite because what's the crazy show on Netflix that ruined junior colleges? Oh, um, he hated. Last Chance You. Last Chance You, thank you. He hated that documentary because it is the antithesis of everything that he's about. And and I and good on him for saying it because he's a stud. Coach Stroh's a stud, but and he's super unselfish. Like when we talk to him, he is very quick to point out other people on his staff, his brother. Like just he 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 doesn't. Mm-hmm. He, he's just his humility is fantastic, and they do. Their guys go to trust me. In my former life, I had guys. I sent enough guys to Iowa Western. I know, like they. They make you go to school, and that's a part of entrusting going to a junior college because I know that ultimately you're going to be on a stage in which you're going to get eyeballs and people are going to come see you. So, um, man, I, I, I love Iowa Western, and, and I love Coach Stroh. You talk about JUCOs, though, and Last Chance U. I mean, that show, not, it is a lot of it's true, but a lot of it's drama, too, and it's yeah. built-in drama. Like they, you do it to entice your viewer yeah. to keep watching. I, I, I wasn't a big fan. That's that's on. That's, hey, what's that's up with the plunger though? The turnover plunger. Did you notice that yesterday on the sidelines? Gotta get it out of there. Get it out. <laughs> that's oh, what I that agree. stands for. Yeah, man. That's what it stands for. Get it out. It's a little, a little clo- <laughs> I saw. I saw coach holding the plunger, handed over to Mister Recovery. Get it. Hey, listen. So, do you know his nickname? You know how he got the name Liquid. Oh, no. <laughs> but if it has anything to do with a plunger, I'm excited. It absolutely does. Oh, come on, Shane. That's Liquid Shano. Not Liquid Shano. Here to unclog your You emphasized morning. the SH before you added Ano, so thank goodness. Yeah, it's Liquid. Um, you, you, you ended with Shano. And everybody called him Suge or Sugar. I, I like the fact you call him Shaner. Right, it's different. Yeah, but once I found out Pat calls him Shaner, now I'm like, I need to come up with something more unique for that's him. That's okay, man. You and Pat have some. I have more hair. Similar <laughs> tendencies. <laughs> Personality-wise, Pat and I are are pretty close, um, neck and neck. 
yeah, that's why I call him liquid because he's going to unclog your morning. So, and I'm a big turnover versus takeaway guy. Like, we don't talk about turnovers. We talk about takeaways. And, and that's what the plunger stands for. Yeah. yeah. It was, it's kind of funny how you see. I love it. Well, you see a bunch of these big dudes. Like, and these guys are like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, <laughs> and then there's this plunger doesn't even go up to their knees. Yeah. <laughs> and he like slams it into the ground like Baker Mayfield did yeah. at, at center field. Um, and uh, let's just say uh, the plunger did not s- stay upright. <laughs> it, it, so, the, so the cool thing about that is an AT, or Aaron, Coach Terry, and he tweeted out yesterday basically something to the effect of going to put on a show today, tonight. You, listen, you never see that from coaches, right? So that, and I know his personality, and he's, he's confident, but he's not that guy. So that let me know, oh, he, he's feeling pretty good about this one. It, they had tape. They had played him before. I felt like they felt good going into this one. And they, when it was 17 nothing at half, I, I was chuckling. I was telling my little guys, like, wowzer, you travel all the way, you travel all this way to get drubbed. And, <laughs> and the schools are only right down the road from each other. Well, it's funny that you say that, too, because you look at that score – and you see 17 nothing at the end of the first, and you're like, wow, they're really taking it to them. And then you see 17 nothing at half, and you're like, is Hutch on the field? Well, and Hutch, then you see, uh, what, 24 nothing, 31 nothing, and it's like. Yeah, Hutch, is a, it's a great program. I, listen, I saw a graphic. But were they night. there? I, I saw a graphic last night where they have 31 alumni playing current Division One football, which is the most of any junior college going in the country. So let's not it's, get it hey, twisted. You know that's what? A, that's a great. That so they, Hutch, have 31, Hutch is, they have 31 alumni. Is that why the Reavers put up 31 points? Yeah. Um, and I that's mean, why they stopped there, right? Sure, right. Right? Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> so good thing that they get to stay the night because they did not want to travel back in this mess out here. We've seen some slipping and sliding. Yes. Take it easy out there. I mean, 7.17 in the morning here on Coffee and Cream and driving in around 6.30 – uh, you know, the roads were a little slick. A little bit. Uh, it, it, it's blowing pretty hard out yeah. there, too. And there was an accident, a car on, a medi- on the median right here at Harrison. And what's the road? One, 126. 126. See, I'm still learning. Yeah, so there was a car that was heading southbound on 126 towards Giles. Knocked over Turning the sign. from Harrison. Hit the sign right on, on the, the four-way there. So it's where you're... <laughs> So a live look. <laughs> yeah, it's a live sound of what's going on. So, so Shane and like my guy from Hill Street Blues, let's be careful out there. Because um, it's going to be a fantastic show today. Got Andy Kendi. Uh, we'll talk a little Vegas betting. You can hit us up at 888-638-4876. That a boy. Yeah, baby. <laughs> He's back. Yeah, what do you know about that? That's McCook County <laughs> and the spirit of 76, 4876, baby. Like, make sure you hit us up. And... Welcome our volleyballers. NCAA Final Four takes place in Omaha. We'll get into that more. No, 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 (laughs) no. DB's not there. We'll get into this. Isn't the not everybody can be Texas can't be family, even though they got two skurs. On the roster, they can't be family. Louisville is partial family. Oh yeah, with Danny Kelly Buscombe. Which, by the way, when we get into the Final Four, I want to talk about what we were talking about yesterday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. right? Having been there, done that, if you had to pick one versus being a tremendous teacher, that was on the heels of Mike Leach, who was never a good player, 
But and a coach that won 60% of his games as a good coach, which would you take? And some comments from Coach Cook that I thought were – Well, yeah, I was going to say either it was either Michigan Lance or Brian called in and mentioned the reference of John Cook. Yeah. And then – Cook. Lo and behold, John Listen, Cook says some things, and he had it's a, in reference to that exact topic. He had a great conversation with Tom Chattel. And how authentic, how authentic is Coach Cook? You want to know? Oh, he doesn't sugarcoat. Just ask him. Mm-hmm. Like, and I can appreciate it. But I can. It's my favorite. I, I the last, I saw him a couple weeks ago. We were doing. I was doing the state finals uh, for Nebraska Public Media. And I was transitioning in between games, and he had just finished a presser, and I had just finished. I was coming out. I wanted to change and shower because I don't like being in the same outfit all day. So I was going to run across the street to the Marriott. And anyway, that's not even that important. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> it's a I great saw, story. <laughs> I saw Coach Cook on the way out, and I just had to, like, stop and talk because any – that's one of those – he's one of those people. I swear to goodness, do you know anybody like this where – if you have the chance to talk to him, you just do, because you at, at you feel like you're you're either gonna need to be better or you're a better person after having talked to them, right? Like I feel guilty too if I don't talk to that person, like because you he's you ama- walk away overthinking, like man, I should have said something. He's, he's amazing. Uh, he is absolutely amazing, and he's fair, but he's firm. I th- I think he's truly a lifelong learner. Like he is. I don't know, man. Like, it's it's a weird sort of man crush, but I I just it's a I good have, one. I have a lot of, and he told this story to Chattel, and it's so Coach Pettit, Terry Pettit, Nebraska's former volleyball coach. He took over one great guy taking over for another. It's like it almost never happens, right? That's why I was so happy when Coach Lamangi came to Westside for Coach Frank, like. You don't get one great guy to leave and another great guy to come in. And no he doubt. was he was going to apply for the San Diego job because of his tradition his history with coaching out at San Diego. And Coach Pettit was like, Nah. You told us it's a three year commitment. You're not applying. <laughs> so he didn't apply. That's awesome. Can you, you believe- imagine? Can you imagine he applies? He gets that job. Can you imagine if that's 2022 and all this coaching tree stuff we talk about? Oh, you're supposed to coach coaches and groom players. Coach Pettit was like, nah, bro. You gave me a three-year commitment. Yeah, stay you're, a little behind staying. right yeah. here. And he turns out to eventually be the head coach at the University of Nebraska. That is fantastic. And that was in the little nugget. If you haven't grabbed the newspaper, go read the sit-down that he had with Tom Chattel and I mean, he was Coach Cook through and through. And all the interwoven connections to the local establishment in the Final Four. And go D-B-K. Mm-hmm. That's who I'm cheering for. Team Ville and alluding, all the way. And, and alluding to, right? Yeah. In that 8 o'clock hour when we get into more of the Final Absolutely. Four talk. We will also get into uh, referencing the All-Americans, the AVCA All-Americans in that hour as well. But as we wrap up the opening segment, let's get to our poll question, DB, because Twitter has um, struggled to really settle in on some of our prompts. Um, I, was, I, I, I did feel like I was finally embraced by a soccer guy yesterday. It took my brother-in-law to do it, so good on Byron <laughs> Dacey, who played at Creighton, to add some levity, but, man, it appeared to be complicated. I was like, what's so hard about understanding? 
does the best player always mean that that's the guy that you would start your team with? Because I don't – sometimes it's different, mm-hmm. right? Is the best player the guy that you start a team with? So I, I'm glad you – the KISS method today for you. <laughs> What's and the what's the kiss method? Here, here, here's the poll question of the day. We we made it simple and easy. Taylor Twellman compared the World Cup matchup of Messi and Mbappe to Jordan Lebron playing in the NBA Finals against one another. Agree or disagree? That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is agree or disagree. Uh, let's go. Hey, I need more context. <laughs> hey, I'll give you more context on Nebraska's approach in the portal next.